Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. And thank you so much for tuning in to a new episode. We are starting with Michelle last week. You know, but we're back. We're back in action. How are you? It's so crazy seeing myself because I'm like, ew, I know. I feel like I look like a, a gross sister right now. Yeah, same. And like, you can't see it on the camera, but like, my skin is like flaky because it's like so cold. Yeah, my lips are dry. Like, I just look terrible, to be honest. I put, I put lip gloss on, but I still look dirty. <laughs> I look horrible. But, um, how am I doing? How am I doing is subjective. So, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> what? Okay, you know what? I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I don't get it. I really do. It's subjective. So, I feel real dope. That- That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so fucking dope. <laughs> exactly. So, that's that's the tea, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's dope. Um, oh, I forgot. I'm so used to like not seeing the camera. I was about to pull my titty. What? Ooh, Why would you do that? Do you just do that when you're alone? <laughs> uh, I can explain. Sorry, I asked. Um, but yeah, we're both just making our Subjective. way downtown. That's how I feel. We're just trying our best. Yeah. I just feel like this, like we'll. I feel like we'll spring ever get here. That's my mood. I just want spring. That's how I feel too, because like I just um, also like um, again, it's Black History Month, first day. Yay! Well, we should have made our pay for something Black History. I know. Sorry. All right, we got a full month. Um, do we have really? This is shortest monthly month. We fucked up. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna keep thinking about an alternative pay for. It'll be fun. Wild card. But anyway, anywho, um, why are you smirking I'm thinking, like that? You I'm look, thinking about you look devious, <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's first day of Black History Month, and what I was gonna say is, if anybody would want to pay my gym membership, my <laughs> my tip, my tip my tip jar on Twitter is open. Period. <laughs> I want to go to the gym so bad. You can come to my building and use the gym. <laughs> All right, moving on because apparently <laughs> no, I want to go, but you know how far I'm like. That's true. So... <laughs> Even if we don't live like that. I truly just be saying anything. Stop. Sometimes I did not. <laughs> you, I feel like it would take you damn near three hours to get here. Just use the gym. By the time I get there, I was <laughs> that was out. the workout. <laughs> yeah, you know what the hell are you talking about? But I picture you like. <laughs> I picture you bundled up. And I'd be so sweaty. Like his big oh ass parka one. <laughs> big ass boots. Like the parka like Kenny from South Park. Yeah, that's literally what I'm gonna have Oh my god. So yeah, if anybody wanna pay for my gym membership. That's funny. <laughs> any um, white folks, any non black folks, tip jar is open on Twitter. So anyway. So let's get gonna... <laughs> You know it's Shamar Moore was like, I'm just in a goofy, silly mood. <laughs> You see that video? I got to the TV. always in a goofy, silly mood. And that's what's scary. I apologize. I'm just in a goofy, silly mood. That is so creepy. (laughs) I feel like when men like him say things like that, you go, is that sexual? (laughs) Or are you truly in a mood to be a goof? (laughs) 
All right, yo. We literally promised Eric that we we're going to do better with time this week. And no, I, we are good. I see the time right here. We good. Oh, shit. I forgot we get a timer now. I've been so used to the ghetto of Zoom. Now we got... No, I'm looking at it. I'm like... I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into phase four for this week. So um, y'all, in the future, make sure y'all send us some Black History phase fours. That should be Tell really, really up. fun. For now... Um, fave for people that we want to party with because I don't know about y'all, but I'm just in a mood to party. Yeah, I'm not, but I still did this. <laughs> I still did the assignment. Um, so people I want to party with, no brainer. First one, Rihanna. I feel like we still, I feel like we have both the same party temperament where, like, excuse me, she don't get too crazy. Yeah, I feel like she's and- about the coolness of the party. And I feel like she likes to party in the house. Mm-hmm. Another thing I'm... And she don't like to be of. around any and everybody. Exactly. That's the second one. one. Wild card. And I know this is probably going to make Emma laugh because she in a goofy, silly mood. Shirley Ralph. Wait, Shirley Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Moesha Mom? Yeah. What? You want to party with strict-ass D? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why? So, story time. I met her before <coughs> in a hair store, and okay. she was so nice. Okay. And I and I feel like it wouldn't be like a party, like a crazy party, but I feel like it would just be like a tea party, talking time. I feel like I can learn something. You really aren't in the mood to party, because you literally <laughs> surely, Ralph, you wasn't kidding when you said you wasn't in the mood to party. <laughs> no, not. You in the mood to mingle. Cause that's exactly. what I feel like you do with her. I feel like anybody who start acting foolish gonna get a stare down. Good, they should. I feel like and anybody like she... start that ghetto shit <laughs> is gonna be escorted out. And she's on Abbott Elementary right now, and I just love her character. Um, so I like... can't wait to watch Abbott Elementary. I just want to watch it. I want to watch a lot at one time because I know I'm gonna love so... it. I know it. I know I'm going to love it. Ah! But um, also the third one, Bjork. <laughs> Again, you're not in the mood to party. No, let me speak. <laughs> Go ahead. So there's a video of Bjork at DJing and she's singing along to a Kalela song and she like really feeling it and like saying, and I'm okay. like, oh shit, like Bjork and also never forget when she wore that guy out. Like Bjork, I really feel like she know her. Now she might party too much for me. <laughs> no, nah, I feel like she'll be like, let's go to this glacier party. you like, what? <laughs> and it'd be aliens in here. But I feel like she would turn into like a different type of animal, like in the middle of the party. Yeah. Like you, a white tiger. Or the thing something. is, sound like that would scare me so bad. I was just turning away. I, I didn't see it. <laughs> I did not see that. I'm ignoring it. I'm not I'm not addressing it shit at all. And the last one, sweetie. She's a good time. I feel like she definitely is a good time. I feel like we might be on the same party temporary, even though I feel like she probably do something like try to get on top of a car and my big ass is not following <laughs> her. See, I do feel like she she got it in her to go as crazy as I'm willing for somebody to go. I feel like yeah. what Sweetie would do is she'll end up with a she'll end up with a guy. That's what I think she'll do. Yeah, and I feel like she would prop like I said, like stand on top of somebody's car and like shake her butt or something like that. Yeah, something like that. And she'd be or- like, "Come on, get up here," and I'd be like, "Girl." <laughs> <laughs> oh 
<laughs> Party over. See, I was gonna say she like going in the middle of the street, like she'll twerk on a stranger. Yeah, I feel like she would do something. I'm like, like that. that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, reel it in. That's enough fun. <laughs> um, for me, what is that for? Uh-huh. First on my list is Beyonce. I feel like Beyonce is so fun at parties. And I love when I see little clips at her parties where she'd be like dancing and stuff like that. I feel like she really be partying like it's like 1999. <laughs> and I feel like I would I would love I think that Beyonce would appreciate like how we party. Like we love like me and all of our friends, we love dance contests and dance battles and things like that. So I feel like I just want to party with Beyonce. And also I feel like if Beyonce there, Miss Tina probably gonna be there. And then Miss Tina seemed like she is just she she fun. Two for one. See, I was scared to put Beyonce because of how I look right now. Oh my I know God. that <laughs> I know I'm that what you will, but I don't I know. forgot about the whole thing about Beyonce staring at me back. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. I gotta Yeah. I gotta And also I never want to meet Beyonce. Like that's some, <laughs> if I meet her, good. If I don't Maybe good. we could party at like a masquerade or something so she wouldn't know us. <laughs> I put <laughs> behind the mask. <laughs> Get out. Get out. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you need to leave. I mean, she's just malfunctioning. <laughs> it's fine. It's really fine. She's fine. Um, so Diddy is next to my list. <laughs> it's Damn. all because of get him to the Greek. The way he feel- was acting in that movie, real intense, like real insane, real intense. I be feeling like that's how he acts in real life. Like, remember he sent that text to Russell Brown, like, I'm gonna kill you, smiley face. <laughs> when I tell you, I'm sorry, that was the funniest role in a movie. Like, no, he was so insane. He really was crazy. He got hit by a car, he got up, started running again. Like, it was just insane. I think, I really hope that Diddy is that insane and that whole character was just based on him because I would love fucking party with an insane Diddy because I would just feel like whatever he did he could pay for you know and that's that's, that's so a different true. type of fun it's like yo like not killing nobody obviously but like say he vandalized something I'm like he's fine like he could do it or he like break his phone oh, break he, your phone yeah he like throw my phone in the river I'm like you're buying me another one and like he will You like, it's but just, I feel like he would do something like he got and bite the phone. <laughs> yeah, he like you like, dude, give it back. But um, did he crazy? And I feel like he would like do a split or something at a party. <laughs> I feel like he would be on some shit where like he start dancing like you know those people they be dancing with each other at the parties. <laughs> like, I don't want to say the wrong race. <laughs> All right, I'm All right, sorry. Dude, they'd be like Lebanese, I think. It'd be like people who are... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he would do that when they eliminate you pop in it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one, let's just get real union. Um, I wouldn't have said her. Now, you talk about me. Listen. Her, she's just younger than Shirley Rowe. <laughs> so the reason I picked Gabrielle Union is because I was reading her audiobook and she talked about how one time she had a dance pedal at like somebody party. I think it was Prince's party. And she was saying that Serena Williams was on her team and Serena Williams did a split. And she was like, Serena, like she was talking about how it was like a whole dance battle. And I was like, she seemed fun. Also like, she just liked to drink. And she also was like on a, I just feel like everyone union is fun to get drunk with. 
She probably is fun. And I feel like she she's honest as fuck. I feel like she's one of those people when she get drunk, she just start telling you all her tea. Yeah, she's she, sure like young. She is not she's young. Okay, version. fine. Fine. Maybe that's what's like. Is that fine? <laughs> you getting into the hottest party in Hollywood, though, if you get real union is there. Oh, for sure. I feel like she would let you in and she'd be like, I'm going home now. You'd be like, what? She'd be like, what? I'm going home now. Oh, but she just get you in the party and then leave. I would, no, she wouldn't do that. She would get you in the party and be like, "What's up? How you doing?" That's what I think. Finally, now I know there's going to be some mixed opinions about this, but I'm gonna say Black Youngster. Um, oh, he probably so funny. I don't want to go to the club, oh. with Black Youngster. I just want to go to like a cookout or something because I feel like you know he can get crazy and he got <laughs> ops like that. I don't want to be seen. like I just don't want to be seen with Black Youngster at the club. And I also feel like it's gonna be too many naked girls around, mm-hmm. and it's just everybody gonna make me feel real corny. Yeah, and I feel like he like the girl be dancing and he be holding her bare titties. <laughs> yeah, he like you don't like this. I'm like I'm just not used to it. That's all. <laughs> I'm just not used to this. That's all. But it's nothing wrong with it. Like I was like, I respect everybody. It doesn't matter. <laughs> he be smacking some my ass. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I want to go to cookout. I want to be with his uncles, his aunties. Like, yeah, I, I want like to go to a good cookout. Space. It ain't gonna be shit for me to eat. I can tell. But <laughs> he be like, what's vegan? He be like, we got some some. <laughs> he be like, we got some greens. I see all this like turkey and ham floating. Up. <laughs> Oh, that's, I'm like, no, thank you, Dave. Like, you said you're vegan. Those are vegetables. I, I just don't feel like explaining. It's fine. Oh, that remind me. I want some broccoli tots. Um. Okay. So that was my day four. I was gonna say Zendaya, but I'm like, why? Yeah. No. Why? She, I'm sorry. She's too skinny for me to be around. I would never want to be around her. Sorry. I'm tapping out. We cannot take a picture together. I'm tapping out. I would never. If somebody took a picture of me with a day, I'd like delete it now. <laughs> now. You? I feel like never mind. <laughs> that's, that's she's tall though. Yeah, but I'm not just tall. Say, <laughs> like, uh, let's think about our shoulder compare our each other's shoulders. I'm like, nope. She would I don't need nobody next like to me making me Oswald. <laughs> look like hulk smash like that's fine <laughs> so yeah, no let's move on uh this week we have to pray for us you know we want to pray for regina king who unfortunately you know lost her son to suicide so it's just i did not like she has been really private but somebody shared like a montage of her just talking about how much her son means to her and how His that's her biggest child, thing, her only child. And I just really, really am praying for her right now. As you mm-hmm. know, Sabria is too. We just, it's terrible news. She's well. We also want to uh, send some prayers to the family of Chelsea uh, Chris, who was the um, former Miss USA. She passed away um, by suicide uh, on Sunday. She, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just I'm just so sad to, you know, it's, it's a lot of people going through a lot right now and in this yeah. pandemic and this darkness and being inside and just kind of feeling so detached from society mm-hmm. is really not helping. So, you know, I just want to encourage people, if you really, really are feeling a way and you know what's getting bad, like, try your best to reach out to somebody. Like, really, really do try your best to reach out to somebody. I just feel like we yeah. all can feel like that from time to time. But mm-hmm. for some of us, it's really, really, really intense. And I understand that. 
Yeah. I just was looking at her Instagram last night like, wow. Yeah. So crazy. You really can't ever tell from social media how people are feeling. Yeah. You really can't. Definitely. Yeah. Prayers up to both of those. The family of both of them. Prayers are up. Um, so we want to get into toast for, for to tea time, uh, starting with TD di- TV, TD dinner, TV dinner. We want to talk about euphoria. So I'm going to say it. Euphoria is a comedy, but come on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a comedy. It's first of all, I laugh. Oh, I'll be laughing. Oh my God. Me I'll too. be yuck, yuck, yucking it up <laughs> when I watch that show. <laughs> um, I feel like the first season, I feel like the first season, um, I, sorry, you can, you hear me now? Yep. You good. The, I feel like the first season, like, I don't know, maybe it's the point of my life somewhere. I, the first season really tugged on my heartstring, but this, I'm just like, all right now. Like, it's just, okay, where are we going to start? We are starting at kyle's story yeah um because we combined it last week with this week mm-hmm. so i'm about to say push come to shove i'm gonna say long story short <laughs> <Didn't mean that. laughs> long story short the same old trope that always happens with you know the closeted gay is he was too scared to be first of all he's bisexual like Okay, so he is battling with being bi and he, um, you know, didn't want to come out. So he um, got married to a woman and just was sneak dicking on the side. And now he hates his kids. Long story short, because he. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, honestly, you covered it. It's a story about, intern- <laughs> like we were talking about earlier, it's a story about internalized homophobia and mm-hmm. why homophobia is so dangerous and how it really just has like these long lasting effects. And remember, Kyle's dad was a fucking jerk about him, you know, showing any femininity. And the only way he could get his family, his dad to be proud of him is by saying he got a girlfriend. They lit up like the fucking 4th of July. Yeah, that was weird. That was so that weird, was but weird. that's how some people are. They are so like mm-hmm. against like gayness that they're, they don't, anything else can fly. Like they just don't give but a also, shit. also like nothing was feminine about him besides he had like a boy meets world haircut. And it was like the 80s, like honestly, early 90s. Everybody had that. Honestly, I really, really... It wasn't clicking for me until like after a while that it was starting to become a love story between Kyle and that guy. It, I just was watching it dumb oh, shit. Baby, it clicked as soon as I saw them hairstyles. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, Kyle ended up committing to a woman, gay married, having to, you know, like you said, sneak dick around town. Um, and he fucking lost it last week. <laughs> he lost it. No, he was so scary pulling his stuff out. It was so scary. The way he was, I don't know if it's because Ashtray beat his head in. Also, that's embarrassing. Like, you got beat up by, like, a 14-year-old. That was like, humiliating. He looked so, so pathetic. He looked so pathetic. He was hee and ha-ha, and he went to the, you know, the gay bar and wanted to dance with some but guy. wait a minute. Like, Can we just talk about the fucking drive? He was, I was cr- in my room crying. I was, he was, he said, Woo! You know you having fun when you say woo. And he was drinking and laughing. I'm like, how is this fun? That's how you know somebody lost every last nugget they own when they lost fucking say woo. He lost his nuggets. Like you see, he really did. Imagine dancing with somebody to a slow song. 
And then they start trying to wrestle you. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's weird. He's like, y'all want to wrestle? I'm like, Ke-. I'm like, you could be gay, bi, whatever, but don't bring that freak shit here. Like, you being weird. Like, that has nothing to do with anything. Like, you just being a big, fat weirdo. Like, he just... <laughs> he was acting out. When he, he was acting so unusual. Banging on the fucking window outside the bar. I was like, wait a minute. If I was in that bar, I would be petrified. <laughs> Me too. Because, like, first of all, he got this head wrap on, like, blood. Blood is seeping out. Not caring. I just feel like, get this freak out of here. Like, you too, and you too old to be acting like that. So then after he acted an ass at the bar, (laughs) he went home, pulled his, you know, his dick out, peeing on the, peeing in the foyer, um, and (laughs) waking up family. No, the sun reaction. He's like, like Jesus fucking Christ, Dad, put your dick away. <laughs> everybody was telling him everybody was telling him to put it away. And he was like, no. He literally was like, no. And I'm just and like, this is the thing with Kyle. He be having points, but when he do certain shit, it's like, you don't do that to your kids. Exactly. But also the thing is, I don't feel bad for him because what the hell do any of that have to do with him being a pedophile? Like, yeah. Let's circle back to that. But the like, thing with him being a pedophile, did Jules lie by her age? Because he said, I didn't know she was 17. First of all, she showed up in a jumper with long johns under it, basically in pigtails. I mean, and it's like she I, looked childish as hell. And I don't I think he didn't care. I don't, I don't I think, think he, he cared. cared. I don't think he cared, but I also feel like, yeah, I think he's a he's a fucking pig. Let's get that out the way. Cause he said I'm a per he said I'm a pervert. He said I'm an F-word, pervert, <laughs> chaser, uh like pig. He like, and I love it. So like the fact that he, t- the fact that a- he said that after Nate told him, you know, she was underage, right? And he like thought he like, oh, that makes me a pervert. I love it. So this nigga like, the bottom line is he he did that. Like so, I'm he, definitely he not. About, I'm not taking up for Cal at all because, but I do feel like his breaking point and him reading the family the way he did was just like. I just like the scene. I love how chaotic it was and just not being able to predict what the fuck he was like. I thought he was, was going to die that night. I really did. Me too. I thought he was, I was really hoping. <laughs> and he, and then he, him trying to read his son talking about something like, Oh, I saw the porn in your computer, people pissing in asses. So, first of all, you're nasty, sir. Like yeah. how are you going to say somebody else is doing nasty? Cause they watching like gang banging and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I'm going to say that's well. not the least he only watching it. He not recording himself. Do it like you. You're and then freak. the fucking mom, she had to just walk away. Cause he was like, Oh, I saw the messages from that counselor. I was like, Ooh, she, she, she creeping. Yeah. Now, like, but she's still not doing what he doing. You know what I mean? She's exactly. Not. She's that still man not is a doing. mess. He is a, he is so nasty. Nate was the only one he was right about. <laughs> He hate he. That's crazy. He was like, "I raised you. I still don't know who the fuck you are." Like, and I'm just like, "That's wild." Like, he really hates Nate. Like, yeah. but so what is happening? So it's supposed to be three children, and I read somewhere on Twitter that somebody was like, "That was a mistake." Like, how is that a mistake? Like, also because he know. grabbed the picture and it was three kids. Yeah, that's what I was picture. saying. I think they got an older brother. Yeah, but then I thought so my Nate thing was is, the older brother. I don't know. Yeah, I have no one. Clue. Two, he said that I hate you the most. Talking about Nate, but wouldn't you think it would be the oldest, oldest brother? person? Yeah, because I think that's... he hate Nate the most because Nate made him, I think, expose himself in this way. Oh, maybe true. I don't that's know. He's a fucking oh. weirdo, though. I'm like, you really he gonna abandon your kids? 
he grabbed that picture and went like in it after p like who want to clean up that piss like he really just terrible person he lost his and also it was a prosthetic the penis it was not real that's um, so funny i also feel like i be feeling like that's how they, they euphoria does such a good job of like you know portraying like white family dynamics <laughs> that's really how i feel like they be me too like when he was a dad what white the people- fuck like, <laughs> white people are just so heartless to me like yeah and i feel like they never want to talk about it i feel like the mom like she like i'm sorry if my husband was doing that shit i'd been like turn it up like i would have fucking turned it up yeah i definitely would have been fighting i would have like, turned I, oh yeah that would have been and you pee like that is such a nice house you pee yeah i was gonna say nate got the nicest house out of everybody yeah his house um, is really beautiful like i love it and i'm just like you pee you pissing on these floors these wooden floors like I just would have. You could have just said all that without doing what you just did. And And you woke up our kids. Like, I would have. You're making them uncomfortable. I would have been. She just walked away. And I just feel like that was. That's why their family dynamic's so fucked up because they don't talk. They just go walk away. Exactly. So I feel like. And also, I feel like she's going to clean up that pee and go along like nothing happened. It's just like like if anyone asks about your father, you say nothing, okay? That's exactly. gonna be the last instead of it, and then Nate gonna just go into more creepy mode. That's why he he yes. ain't have a chance in the world. He ain't have a damn chance. Also, like we gonna get to him. Uh, now he next. Um, I just will say that the fucking guy who plays Nate has got it down pat. He is so scary. Going to school with a b- bunch of white men, I can assure you that that's how they talk. Like, talk about college. You know what I mean? That's how they talk. That's how they act. That's how they argue. When he was like, what the fuck? Like, that is like, yo, I start getting like, oh my God, this is how they talk. This is really how they talk. When they was arguing. Yes, that argument was actually really great, in my opinion. That argument was so crazy because it's like, you're crazy too. Like, like yeah, he just got mad because he got out crazy. Yeah, but he also, got mad. He got out this crazy. This is what you need to know is that Cassie is, there's two types of crazy women. It's crazy women who will kill you and then it's crazy women that'll cry. Cassie is the one, well, we realize she's the one that'll cry. Or she will destroy herself. Yeah, it's two types of crazy women. One will destroy you and it's one that will destroy herself in the name of you. Mm. like she she'll be like you did this to me i don't know what (laughs) type of crazy woman cassie is at this point (laughs) i feel like she's the type to cry like obviously because like after with the fact oh okay we won't get to that that was so i was pissed off i was so pissed off but um oh sorry Sabrina got too comfortable. And I started clipping my nails. Sabrina was clipping her nails. I'm like, bitch, the mic is picking it up. It was like, cut it. My bad, y'all. But, um, (laughs) yeah, so I I felt like Cassie is nuts. Um, Cassie is a fool. Huh? She was like, I'm crazy. Yeah, when he was like, I love you. And she, like, did that little smirk and kept walking. I was like, oh, no, this bitch is a They don't love each other. That's the thing. It's just fun. Like, and I mean, it's not even fun. And also, the fact that she be at his house now in pajamas, I'm just like. I was like, first of all, they are too grown. They are. Like, the and they arguing in the house. My mom would be like, nah, man, one of you (laughs) niggas pay a single bill up in this bitch. (laughs) My mom, but I'm the only motherfucker that could be yelling up in here. 
Right? They was yelling in the house. That is a mess. Oh, God. That is such a mess. I just be like watching things, but it'd be hard for me to enjoy it sometimes because I'd be thinking about what would have happened to me. Like, I just be like, <laughs> what? How can this? This is so unrealistic. But I'm like, it can't. For some yeah, people, it can't. It really is probably not unrealistic. But yeah. Yeah. But- I just, just that thing with, um. oh, so this is something Karina, my cousin, y'all, mentioned. She think Maddie know. She think Maddie yeah. know about Cassie and Nick, and she's just yeah. playing them both. You think yeah. so too? She probably do. I think she do. Because apparently in that scene at her birthday party when she was like, he wants to marry me. He wants to have my baby. Mm-hmm. Apparently she was looking at both Cassie and Nate when she was saying all that. I didn't look. I couldn't look at that scene because of what happened. Oh, yeah. So I, I didn't was worried see- about you. I... I lost that day. I'm really sorry. Did. I was laughing really so hard. It was so nasty too. It was so nasty. That bitch just got so sick from what she heard. <laughs> but it be like that though, because that happened to me on um. It happened to me on Thanksgiving after I got cheated on. I started thinking about. I started thinking about <laughs> my ex holding hands and skipping down the street with the girl. I threw right up. <laughs> no, I've definitely been there. But see, yeah. I do see the the shit that I do. It's like opposite. I'd just be there frozen. like. <laughs> but that's why I don't, because, well, it actually happened to me when I was ar- arguing with him, too. I was arguing with him, and I started thinking about all this stuff, and I was, I had to go to the sink, and I kept on being like, Bleh. and he was like, and I'm just like, I know that, f- that's so crazy. That's why I'd be like, I, that's why I have to be <laughs> very cautious about relations and stuff, because, like, when people be joking and be like, yeah, I was shaking, crying, and so I'm like, I will really yeah, do no. Definitely be shaking <laughs> and crying. I'll be listening to no, but... <laughs> I feel like with the shit I be doing would be fucking creepy because I'll be like looking at the ceiling and I'll close my eyes and all these tears will come out. <laughs> but I'll be real still. <laughs> I'll be like by the microwave I close my eyes and I'm... <laughs> it, it gets bad. I'm so sorry, y'all. This dog is barking up a storm. If y'all Rocco said, I got some tea. But anyway, yeah, so she probably do know. But yet, this whole thing, like, it's making me, it's so annoying because you're all wrong. Like, everybody's wrong. Nobody's right. And everybody's trying to have, like, the crazy Olympics, like, who's crazier and stuff. Y'all are all wrong. And also, like, Nate, like, you're trying to be, like, a good person, like, whatever. But, like, you. You think you're such a fucking good person. But you are the best. You're the friend. You're the best friend's boyfriend. That was being exactly, exactly. What? But I do what feel like about? I feel like it was this dynamic where Cassie was making it like Nate was doing something wrong when he was at least acknowledging like you been knew this was fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah, you no, that's been very knew true. This was fucked up. I felt like Cassie was on some shit. Like, how could you do that? You said you love me. It's like, yo, you really trying to be with him? He's just yes. fucking you for fun. But I think it is something more twisted, in my opinion, about this girl actually thinking that it will like she really don't care about her best friend, and it's dawning she on me don't. that Cat is Maddie's real bitch. Yeah, she is. And also, like, I feel like, um, like people were saying it's probably because she has abandonment issues, you know, from her dad and she's just like looking for like, a man. you know, some, uh, yeah, and a man. She don't care. Cause like even her dynamic with, um, the fuck was his name? The black nigga. I mean, McPhee. sorry. Mc- McKay. <laughs> <laughs> that dumbass name. Oh, I'm sorry. You could, you could tell this was written by a white man. Cause why would a black man name be McKay? But anyway, Nick um, I think my fucking Nanny McPhee. Sorry, 
So McKay, her dynamic with him was even just like weird. So I feel like she is looking for that. Um, in a man, she's like, I just need it. And um And she's still trying to heal from the, you know, abortion. She is. Yeah. But I think what if she's pregnant by Nate? Oh, that she oh my god. But what if her and Maddie both pregnant by him? That, Girl, I know. Look, I, I can't like I'm out of here. That's too teleperry. All I will say before but, we move on to Rue is that like Cassie and Amon need to go to jail. Like what? She, the, that's why I can't like, see why got a chance they... either. Just like Jake, because I mean, Jacob is that him? Who is it? Nate? What's the what, Nate Jacobs? Yeah, Nate, Nate Jacobs. Jacobs. Okay, just like Nate didn't have a shot in the world. Same with Cassie, because her dad was who he was, and then her mom is a fucking wannabe like teenager. Like you, you, yeah. Like when she was doing that twerk, and her hands were moving. I was like, oh, I hate this mom so much. I'm sorry, like, I know, you know, one of my mutuals was like, you know, she's a single mom, she's trying to do the best she can. No. That just don't she's cut really it. She's really not like, doing her best. Nice. I'm sorry. I don't care. Like, I'm sorry. As a woman, you need to step up. Like, I don't, I'm sorry. Your man left you. It happens. Yeah. You need to step up. Why was they allowed to have a party at that dingy ass house? It was like, and if you tell, <laughs> you're never coming back. It's like, yeah. And if I tell you're going to jail, how about that? Yeah. So that was a mess. It was just wild. Yeah. She, yeah. she needs to tighten up. But, um, so moving on to my sweetheart. Rue is she's going down so real bad. bad. I and I think so that much. for all the people who kept saying that euphoria was glamorizing drug use, I say, well, ain't shit glamorous about what Rue was going through. It yeah. really feels like I feel like every time her scenes are on, I'm in hell. I feel like she yeah. really t- gives me so much anxiety. I do feel like she's 100% isolated. Like they did a great job of capturing like the physical numbness of like being uh, like, you know, just a person who was truly like strung out on drugs, Mm -hmm. but also also like kind of putting us in a position where we understood what it felt like to be mentally checked out. Like she is hardly ever with anybody. How she talked to Jules, like she never talked to Jules like that before. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, she's like, I can't fucking stand you. But I love Ruth so much. I'm always rooting for I'm her. Rooting for it too. And I'm scared because um friend of the show, Jerome, has a theory that Ruth is dead. And that's how she is able to narrate um the show mm-hmm. and like know people's business and all stuff like that. Like she is dead and like I forgot what is that word they use for God? Like uh, is it omnius or like you can be is a word yeah. you can be in one place. Yeah, so she like that's his theory and like the more I think about it I'm like hmm because at the end of the episode Jules was narrating hmm. um I didn't also get, I didn't notice it people were saying the episode probably was so like hey like the how it was is because it was from it wasn't from Rue's perspective it was somebody else like hmm. perspective the um show was but yeah at the end of it it was Jules narrating not Rue that would be crazy um, that would be so yeah. crazy but even when because like I saw that too I well you sent it to me you sent me um what our friend said and I started thinking to myself like that kind of makes sense for why her mom and her sister are so hands-off like because I was like not only should Jules be picking up the fact that this girl is clearly back on drugs so yeah. should um her sister and her mom and I was like it don't make sense how on her ass her mom was last season mm. and then this season it's like where she's the most strung out heroin and fentanyl and now she don't nobody know also like what was I gonna say 
Um, so I said earlier on Twitter, I was like, Rue can't be dead because we still got to see the scene of her running in traffic and Gia like screaming in the car. And somebody, one of my mutuals was like, that could be the scene that she mm-hmm. dies. And I'm like, well, I just want her to be alive because I'm also like, if she's dead right now, or, or she maybe is she people think she's dead right now, or do people think she's going to die? She's going to die. Oh, and like okay. the story, like the show and this and stuff, is just from her perspective. Okay, like and we'll realize that looking. Okay, yeah. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get but it. also, um, what the fuck was I about to say? Some people believe that she was kidnapped by that white lady who she's supposed to be selling the drugs for, and like locked in a room so she can detox. Mm. I feel like that's definitely a good theory. I hope I so. Hope, I hope that's. It's, then they're gonna act her ass off if she do got a yeah. detox like in a room somewhere she's gonna i really feel proud of her acting like i will say that because i do think yeah. that rue is so different from who she seems to be yeah i do not i really be like rue is a real person like yeah i really feel like rue is like i really feel like i love rue so much like that's honestly one of my favorite characters on the show like i just feel for her like so bad and i feel like everything that she does she's not at fault but everybody else questionable but i do I feel be feeling like, like rue's decision making does piss me off sometimes but i think it's like she'll, her decision making will piss me off and then like she'll be humanized in this way where i just like she's just hurting so bad like i do yeah, understand and she's an addict like when people all they care about is what she's, my next she's going through i feel like mentally like people like Rue, it's just it is hard to get off drugs when mental you go through mental torment on the daily. Yeah, because never forget the first uh, the first season. Like we learned that all the mental illnesses that she Rue had when she said she was a kid and how she yeah. just has not been connecting in like different ways. So I just want her to. I want to see the healing process of Rue. I would love for them to take us this dark and then bring her right back up. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to say Jules is corny as fuck for what she's doing with Elliot. Like, so although corny, Elliot is sexy as fuck, and I do get it. Ew, you think so? I do. Ew, I can't stand his I ass. I love Elliot. I think, I think he's so slick. Ew, I can't stand his ass. Don't make me feel that way. Because oh, he's actual, also. he's an adult. No, I just can't stand him. But he Oh, you think he's corny? Yeah, but you're a straight girl, so I understand. So, like, he just is like, he, <laughs> he, um it's just so like skeezy he's just a skeezy like ran through he they like we all know him clap if you know him like he just <laughs> just wow. so damn nasty and also like he, got he, me. Is, he like it's so like he is fetishizing like not only lesbians but trans women too and also like the way that he talked to Jules he was like you're like a whore but like you do it on purpose so i'm like shut the hell up yo <laughs> no you you know what you hate men who think they got it figured out that's what you can't ask oh i can't stand it you really oh, i, I feel like that's it. something you hate like confidence in men <laughs> <laughs> you hate women too real confident that's something you hate <laughs> i cannot stand because it's fake it's so fake it is fake it. for like, him it is because he so his fake. fucking face when he be alone be sad as shit and also like somebody was saying first of all i love reading like people's theories about euphoria and stuff like that i just love it but like people were saying when he had them excuse me still from the um convenience store why didn't they just go to fed's place 
Why didn't they go to Fed's convenience store? Why did they have to steal? Because they wanted to do something fun. Okay. And, and there's then, a twisted mind that was fun. But also, if you didn't want root drinking, why are you like, yeah, I'm down to steal alcohol? I think that's what, just what a, she's supposed I to think do. That he didn't realize how fucked up she was. But it, it's, and not, it's not even, but he know you're not supposed to drink, but that combination of drugs that she did, but something up with that he, nigga. She wasn't you're supposed not, to drink. Oh, okay. You're not supposed to drink with that combination of drugs. And he still suggested, he suggested but that's he is what also they did. an egg himself. But he also did not do the drugs when he went into the bathroom. So I'm like, why didn't you do those drugs? Are you supposed to do that? It's just something up with him. It's just something very It's funny definitely signed up with him. him, but I feel like he likes Rue. I feel like he likes Rue and he he's being manipulative to Jules to put a... a something in between their relationship not that that's a good thing by the way i'm just saying that that's what i think he's doing i don't know i feel like i need to see more but either way elliot don't have no loyalty to jules or rue and jules Mm -hmm. does have loyalty to to rue and she's still trying to you know get up under him give him hit any chance she gets she's trying to give him hit yeah (laughs) and it's like no that's crazy that's what i'm saying so much backstabbing against like the but it is, and, and, the and also like, uh, t- just one more thing I want to say is that I don't like how okay, like if anybody has ever dealt with the edit, you know it is very draining. It is, but like Jules makes it seem like it's something that she's taking it so personally. It's all about and not Jules. Try- it's all about her. Like she don't even care about. I feel like she don't even care about Rue getting clean for Rue. Like is, I feel like she she didn't even know that about- she was on drugs, and like somebody said, how do. You- I feel like me and my cousin was like, she's like, I know this when you have a drink. And like, I don't understand how she don't notice that she is like fully gone. She's so gone. And also like, again, like I said, if you know that your girlfriend is an addict, why would you, first of all, she's an addict with no picks. Like she will do anything that uppers downers and she got no picks. Um, so the idea of the stealing of alcohol, she should have shut it down she, too. She should have shut it down because Rue, like, why would she not? Ha- why would Rue be like, even though I don't drink, why would I not? She's an addict. Yeah, she wants to keep feeling numb. <laughs> and then going to look, all, oh, I hate when Jules do that face. Don't do that face, <laughs> but she about to cry. Rue. Like, why would and then make that face? Why are you drinking, Rue? Like, so she is so judgmental. I'm honestly, if I was dating her and I was addict, I would probably not be clean either. I would still be doing drugs Damn. because she's because she's so unbearable. I just yeah, it was. She, it's it's like I feel like they should break up for sure. I, feel I like know they, they love each other, but like I just feel like they. But do they love each other, or is it just like an enabling thing? I don't know, and also feel like they aren't on the same wave like sexually at all. They not. Well, because Rue can't. <laughs> she always hot. She's always hot. And like, at one point, Elliot had, like, is Rue a sexual person? Who knows? Because she's never been sober. That's what I'm saying. But Jules always want to, you know, <laughs> yeah. twirl around on somebody. So it's just like... <laughs> she always want to bop around with somebody. So it was like, maybe you ought to think about that, you know? He said, you're a whore. <laughs> Like that, like shut the. F- oh, I could just if I saw Elliot, I would just. Be like, if I saw Elliot, I'd be getting misunderstood. I can't believe you think he's attractive. That is so wild to me. Unless I want, you know what? I say I like Ed Sheeran. You, you, you snap. I say I don't mind Elliot. I really thought you would like him too. That's the wild word. Can't stand him. 
cannot stand that nigga. Guys, let us know if you like um Elliot. Email us at blackgirlbrunt. I can answer it for since I live tweet every Sunday. We all hate. Oh them. yeah, I'll be forgetting that you be live tweeting because you know <laughs> I be under my blanket. Every time I say something I hate about everybody, be like it be like sixty four likes. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's why he's not well liked. All right, <laughs> I guess. <sighs> so until next week we'll figure out what the hell everybody is doing um, please because the way that episode ended I just was like no? I didn't feel like it, it was an hour and I'm like what did we learn a lot I felt like we I mean we lot. did but I feel oh, like that was my favorite like, episode really yes that episode made me feel like I was high I no I feel like Kyle going bonkers like that was so fun to watch when he said whoa on the road, I said, "Oh, he fucking going." Well, he said, "He I'm just." A pig. I, I was like, "Oh my god, no, he can't. He can't come out to his family. Nobody ever comes out to their family at this age because they'd be afraid of what happened." He said, "Fuck y'all." Took the frame off the. I was he like, said, oh, "I love it." <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so. I think the reason why I'm so scared is because I really never thought he could act that crazy. The guy who played him, I really just am so used to him being a the lovable goof and I'm like I can't so believe scary. he said that like they did the right thing because I really be cringing when I be like listening to he this shit so scary I never know what he gonna do when he was like come on let's wrestle I was like oh. he's like come on let's wrestle oh my god I'm gonna watch that again but I do not want to see that hot tub scene <laughs> that ruined me I'm sorry I'm sorry Maddie I'm sorry alright so Based on that Have Mercy, like, you know, music video, when Cassie <laughs> came down there in that uh, fucking pink uh, bathing suit, it was giving me, like, Have Mercy, like, the same energy, the same feelings I had when I watched that. <laughs> <laughs> that bathing suit was so corny. I'm sorry. Why? And if somebody put that on around my man, I would automatically be suspicious. Yeah, same. I'm like, that's real. Oh, ignorant. my God. And Kat saying, that was a choice. <laughs> I love Kate so much. Mm. Her face is just so cute. I was looking at it this episode like, wow, what a face. She's so pretty. All right. right. Well, we can cut out the second person. In tea time? Yeah. Actually, the (laughs) two. We can cut out the two. And just talk about Rihanna. <laughs> because that's shady as shit to say we can cut out the second person in tea time. I'm like, damn, because I kind of want. I'm, I still want to tell people who you decided wasn't worth talking about. <laughs> so we were going to talk about the brat expecting a child, and Sabria said that's actually not that important this week. Congrats to the brat. That's all we got. To, that's all Congrats. we were going to say. Um. We somebody else is expecting a baby. Somebody is so important to us. Somebody that is our mother, who's been our mother for a while. Somebody <laughs> who leads a navy, a strong navy. Yes, Lord. Somebody who is a bad gal. Okay, yes, Lord. Somebody is a mom. Somebody is about to be a mother. Somebody is, who's a mogul. Somebody who is a mogul. Somebody who got the key to the island recently. And that person, that woman, is Rihanna. Um, Sabria literally texted me Rihanna pregnant and I'm like this is it <laughs> I'm ready I've been ready for this for a while this is it 
I was shaking. I feel like I was going to pass out. I really was shaking. And I literally, while Sabria was writing into me, I was Googling. I'm like, okay. I went straight to her Instagram. I was like, let me see. Yeah. Like, she didn't post nothing on Instagram. She didn't post nothing on Instagram. Had, and when I saw, the, but when I Googled the people article and I saw, I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. That pink puffer so, coat with the belly. And that was a coat. It was Chanel 1996. Wow. Like what iconic the archives. Leave it to, you know, Rihanna to always do something original. Like you should have known if she I wasn't was, gonna sorry. post like a picture of her, like her silhouette, like a black and white silhouette. Like we just became Can I three. say it? Huh? I would say that's the perks of having a gay baby dad. <laughs> oh yeah, they they looked great together. And I just feel like the one I know people have uh, mixed emotions about ASAP Rocky. Um, but what I will say is that when he looks at her, he looks at her like a fan, as he should. That is so crazy. Imagine bagging Rihanna. He, like I literally found a quote wild. from something he said a while ago that was just like, I really feel like he is. Like oh, and I got mad. Treating her amazing. <laughs> he, I so, can't be mad no more. So in May, he told GQ that she is the love of her his life. And he said, so much better. So much better when you got the one. She amounts to probably like a million of the other ones. I think when you know, you know, she is the one. And he was just talking about how he wanted to build a family with her. And I'm like, that's how a man needs to be talking about you. That's exactly. how he needs to be talking about you in order for you to decide to you know to bust it wide open and like you know have a baby with them Mm -hmm. like that's what needs to happen like I just feel like these days sometimes like people start to feel like it's normal for men not to do the most for them or for like people not to do the most for each other rather because that's how it should be and Mm -hmm. like no it should be that way but especially when you expected somebody to carry your child like I feel like you just got to give them another layer of love when I look Mm -hmm. at his face I see that that's somebody who is like who understands she's the fucking prize that is so beautiful like he really and he they spun they spun the block with each other that's so wild yeah that they were together and it's crazy because the first time they was together i didn't believe it but now i'm like oh <laughs> like they have a baby together i have no choice but to believe i never forget in the vmas when they were like doing some type of little like choreography together and he like grabbed her waist too playfully and she like pretty much like swatted his hand away and i'm like see rihanna's so mean she loved it like she loved for her to be like get away from me and somebody keep coming in a, in a way as long as it's not drink <laughs> Yeah, he, when he does it, she gets so, pissed. Never mind, I can't say nothing else about Drake. Already. Yeah, I'm, yes, moving on because I'm at my limit. We already <laughs> trying to dig ourselves out of one situation. I'm sorry, I really drug you down with me. That's fine. Like I feel like I'm willing to take an L for him. Um, I am. I am really well willing to take the L for him. Um, but, but I'm yeah, just so I'm excited for right. Rihanna. I cannot wait to see her. I feel like she loves babies. Like she, this baby is going to be so beautiful. Do y'all get it? Like I saw somebody try. I, somebody tried to call ASAP Rocky ugly, and somebody was like, "He is a lot of things, but ugly he is not." Yeah, he really he is that said, pretty motherfucker. He really is. <laughs> okay, did. that is a good looking man. Pretty. He is gorgeous. Okay. Could ugly never that. It's so funny because the women I know when they do come for ASAP Rocky, they like fuck his DeAndre Lewis, like fuck, fuck his beautiful ass. <laughs> she said yeah. like that. Like you cannot like, deny he's it. He's pretty as hell. Just we can't. That's that's what you call being a hater when you lie. That's like big that. hater energy. Yeah, we. That is I say I am energy. hateful, but I am not a hater. Period. Like it's no way. 
that man is a is a good looking. Yeah, I'm okay. so I'm so happy for them. Um, that was just that news really really made my made my entire week. Up. What? <laughs> Sorry, I forgot you could see me. But um, yeah, that was beautiful news. I'm still reeling from it. Okay, and are we are we going to talk about the Ivy Park? No, it's I mean, coming out. That's all money. we can tell you. Ivy Heart, yeah. check it out. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the second place. This week, because I don't, we don't even remember if we've ever talked about this. This week, anti-vaxxers are going into the sunken place. Um, and it's not about, it's it's not a like, oh, it's your opinion. This and it's loud anti-vaxxers is what we're talking mm-hmm. about. It's not, and wrong. I want to get this vaccine, but something is uh, causing me to not be able to, or I don't have access to it. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the people who literally spread false information about this mm-hmm. shit. Like it's just getting to a point where you can't mind your business about it anymore. This was triggered when a North Carolina, Carolina man, um, denied a kidney transplant because they, uh, told him he had to get like the COVID vaccination. And he said that he rejected the, the transplant and said, I will die free. But you numbskull, you always had to get whatever required vaccinations to get it. It's just now that there's a new fucking virus sweeping the world for the last two years. They're not going to waste a good ass fucking organ just for you to kill over um, as soon as you get it. Because that's organs are valuable. Like they're just really valuable. And there's a process. Also, it's saving, an organ is saving your life and possibly the vaccine is too. So if you, like, my thing is, be all in. That's the thing mm-hmm. I wrote. Anti-vaxxers is weird to me. Be all in. Stand ten toes down. Don't take no cough medicine. Don't want no organs and stuff. If you want, if you feel like you don't need something and your body is going to, like, recover and all that stuff like that, just do, because, like, for instance, it's like the kind of opposite with me, but I really don't like taking like cold medicine and stuff like that. Like if, or if my stomach hurt or something, I will drink like ginger ale or a probiotic, mainly um, kombucha or like I'll sleep. Cause I don't like taking like medicine like that. Um, but I will get a vaccine period. Yeah. But these people don't be all in 10 toes down. No. Or like even the people who are just like, I don't know what's in it. Be the same people going to fucking write aid to get, turkey thighs to eat for dinner it's like that is that hormoned up ass meat that you eating and like how do you crack crab legs on friday then on saturday right on facebook like you so health conscious and you just care so much about this you just care so much about that it's literally people who be drinking gallons of butter you know on these fucking (laughs) crabs that all of a sudden pretend like they care about their health and wellness just when it comes to a vaccination. And I'm like, I get the whole doing your research thing. Like you, everybody should do that. Especially like, I know people that was like, I wanted to wait some time to get the vaccine. I've been masking up. I haven't been going anywhere because I wanted to do my personal research before Mm -hmm. I felt better. There are people who have been, who want to a controversy so bad simply because in the past, the 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 sheet has been pulled over our eyes a lot. 
But I feel like people do what they always do when they have a point is they take it too fucking far and they start questioning everything in the wrong way to the point where it's just like you're being just as ignorant as you were you were before or as mm-hmm. our ancestors were, except they didn't have information. Some people are incapable of using common sense to come to like conclusions and to realize wh- when, what to risk. You Yes, mm-hmm. you risk taking a vaccine not knowing what it will do to you because the alternative is what? We stay in a fucking pandemic and continue to spread. Like this vaccination is the reason why this shit stopped being so deadly. People were dying. I didn't even left know I right. had COVID. I didn't even know I had COVID and I didn't even know. Yeah. Like I know all symptoms are different from everybody, but I'm vaccinated and like I didn't know that I had COVID until I tested positive because like I feel like my symptoms weren't bad because I am vaccinated. And there'll be an idiot who will say Yeah, there'll be an idiot who'll say, Well, the vaccine did not work because you still got COVID, but they've never said that it would stop uh COVID from coming to you. He said it would prevent it drastically. And the, they, the experts, quote, unquote, also said that um, it would cause a milder case of COVID. And I understand that the experts are right and wrong about different things. But, like, unfortunately, everybody's learning through this pandemic. There is nobody, there's no one human being on planet Earth that know the right answer for how to get out of this right now. So it's like, with that, you do have to take calculated risk. And a vaccination that has done more good than bad is the answer. Like, it just is. Mm-hmm. Science is the answer. Period. You show, yeah, I just feel like booster. there hasn't been one intelligent person. I don't, at this point, I really don't care about offending people. I'm not even going to lie to you because I'm tired of being in the damn house and it's a lot of immune compromised <laughs> people who are tired of being in the house too. Like, I just feel like it's dumb as shit. Like, you, as soon as you say that to me, you dumb. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's not... past the point of I'm scared. Like, I don't know what it's going to do. Like, people have been taking this fucking vaccine for a year. We good. Boost me, baby. I just got my yeah. booster, and I'm gonna keep getting it because I'm just like, I, um, I'm, I no, I don't want to be in the house. I can't do it. I have to. I had to wait to get my booster because I had COVID, but definitely gonna make another appointment to get it because, like, I'm. I like I said, I didn't even know I had it. Um, didn't lose my taste or smell. The only thing that tastes nasty to me was ketchup. Um. Yeah, that was literally the only thing, and I was nauseous. But that, but I'm always nauseous. Like, <laughs> I think I had COVID. Always. I think unfortunately I gave it to you, um, because Thank of you. how sick I was. But by the time I like got tested, it was over. Um, and yeah, I, it definitely wasn't pleasant, but it was like not the worst as it, it has been for a lot of people. And I'm yeah, just exactly. like, yeah, it didn't have to go on a respirator. Didn't have to go on a respirator. And, but it does sicken me to go into gyms and stuff right now and to see people still fucking just with their mask off. And that is a crazy place to be masculine. Yeah. Disgusting. Um, so yeah, just a little anti-vax or read cause I just can't like fucking get over it. You can't control, like, you don't know about a lot of stuff that you you eat. Don't fucking wait to something that could, you know, be life-saving for uh, not just yourself, but other people to then become Bill Nye the fucking science guy. Like, that's irritating me. Mm-hmm. Um, Common census. Let's get into it. We have a listener letter this week. And I'm going to pull it up right now. Okay. I was about to pull up to I'll say last one's a rotten egg. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. For okay. So this person's name is Tay. I'm gonna skip the first sentence. 
Hey, y'all. So 2021 is over. They wrote this to us at the beginning of January. And even though each year is pretty mediocre to me, 2021 stung especially because I lost a best friend. Our falling out was over a simple misunderstanding, but also a lack of empathy slash trust. To summarize, my friend had a B-Day party and I unfortunately had a medical emergency and had to leave. I thought I could solve the emergency by leaving for a moment to my car, but it got worse and I had to call the ambulance. By the time I got back, the dinner was over. They then said that I was rude for leaving without giving much detail and the whole conversation just ended with little done. We haven't spoken much since. Our friendship kind of felt like it was dying after 2020, but was in the process of being mended in our friendship. We legit talked about everything with each other. I took the rose-colored glasses off when they said I should have just stayed at home and then I impl- and then implied that I was lying. When all that happened, I just shut everything off. I didn't fight for it. They tried to come back occasionally throughout the year for small talk and I'd respond with little stuff, but that was it. They never apologized for anything and I didn't appreciate that. Fast forward to today, I started thinking about them as the literal as, at the literal last two weeks of 2021 and I was so weird. When it all happened, I kind of just pushed past and moved on with my life. But recently, I kept getting signs about them. Twitter would literally send me a notification every time they tweeted for no reason. Or it could be me seeing people that resembled them. I then realized that I never really mourned the death of our relationship and went into survivor mode. The funny thing is, I don't know if I actually miss them or I just miss having the company. I saw them on Instagram with other friends, and that was the moment it hit me that we weren't really friends anymore. I tried texting them Happy New Year, and I got no response. Should I have a proper conversation with them about everything? It felt like we slammed the door abruptly on our friendship. Sometimes I wonder if they did that champ-ass leaving me in 2021 thing. I guess I just want to tell them that I've gotten better, that I'm started to take care of myself, meaning I want to take better care of my relationships. It may seem ridiculous, but it just hurts to know to look at a scar after a long after so long and remember there was a wound. Thanks and love the show. Okay. Thank right. you. So that was tough. You know, something happened. It was a fallout. I would love to have known how old you are because I think the age also plays an important role in these things. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like when, like, let me correct me if you, or tell me if you disagree. So when you're a little bit younger and it, it might be easier for things to just go unresolved, but as you get older, I do think it's hard to continue on with with things just being left open. Like you try, if possible, to really, really have conversations, unless you just are like, uh, uh-uh, uh, this shit is it's a dud. Like it's a done bun. This yeah, no, I agree. I feel like now that I'm older, I'm more. I feel like I'm more likely to want to work things out as I realize that like, you know, it's hard to come by like, you know, genuine connections and things like that. So I feel like I'm way more liable to work things out now that I'm older. Um, because like we had, um, a situation where we both, we both had the same friend, um, and we outgrew them. Um, and we, we didn't really try to resolve it. Like we had a conversation um and we felt like it just was like it was done we felt like it the the friendship had expired and we just you know moved on yeah um 
I feel like maybe now it might be a little different. Like, I feel like um, the stakes wouldn't be as high. Cause like the way it was, uh, it went about is like, we saw um, her sub posting about us. And I feel like now at our age, like we wouldn't see, you know, a friend sub posting about us. Yeah. Um, that's that. Our friend wouldn't us. do that. Hopefully at the end near 30. Yeah, at damn near 30. Like, it went, they wouldn't do that. It's different because, like, we did have people supposing about us in our 20s and <laughs> our mid 20s. But, um, I feel like it might have been different. Like, now that we're older, we maybe would have worked out. But I do feel like that friendship did expire. And it's like, no, like, I hate when people say this, like, an expired friendship is not beef. But, like, in that case, it's definitely not like it's definitely like we wish her the best and things like that we don't have any ill feelings but when looking back at it we do feel like it was expired the friendship because we have different things that we we have different beliefs we have different we had different like um you know worth work ethics and like different dreams and stuff like that and like different ways of like talking to each other and handling conflict so i feel like it definitely the friendship was expired um and uh we i don't feel like in the beginning i feel like both of us felt like how you know you felt in writing this letter like oh i miss like you know expect miss them you know xyz stuff like that but like that feeling has subsided um, as we gotten older, because we just realized that we were just two different, like we're different people. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the people that we are now don't fit. You know, we just, we just wouldn't, you know, make a good no. trio. No. And I feel like, like it's happened. It's really hard each time it happens. Like each time, like I've had a few moments where like me and friends outgrew each other. And each time I, it always felt wrong. It always felt like really wrong. Like I, friends are forever. Like you never turn your back on your girlfriends or, you know, you just got to always stay connected to these people. Y'all been, you grew up together. They know so much of your secrets, but it's like, it's a very natural like urge to just want to like stay connected, like just stay connected to people. And I remember like, especially for me, like during the times when like I like entered like college and stuff like that, it's not because I went to college. I thought like, oh, I'm better or I don't want my old friends because I've actually maintained a lot of friends since like fucking like elementary school. Like me, shout out to Larry. Like we've literally been friends since kindergarten, but like it was when you go to college and you start to realize what's important to you and you start to be around different people, especially somebody like me who never really fit in in North Philly anyway, it can become a really, really easy opportunity to start like disconnecting from friends and it can feel very personal. And sometimes it's really just not, you know, personal. It's, it's, It's natural and it's creating space for people who are like more like-minded and might be a little bit more your cup of tea. Like it's always new people. It's always people entering and and exiting your life. I do feel like the fact that, you know, Tay and his listener letter, you are questioning if, you know, you miss the person or if you want company can kind of be kind of telling of if you truly outgrew your friendship. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do think that like in listening to this story, like, I'm sorry that you're going through this. And I also feel like, um, you know, if it was truly a medical emergency and you were having an asthma attack, 
you know, from my standpoint, it just feels like what were how close of friends were you where that wasn't their number one priority that exactly. you because like I'm sorry, I don't care, I don't care what the situation is, I don't care what's going on with me and Sabria. There have been times where the fun has had to stop because one of us hurt each hurt ourselves. Remember the night where you fell. All the damn time. Oh, yeah. And we were like, okay, fun's over. I do not prioritize my, I don't give a damn if it's my birthday, whatever. Like if somebody hurt themselves, it's not, the the universe don't work like that where bad shit don't happen on people's birthdays. Like it's just, that's not how life goes. So I think that they are a little bit too in their own world. And I don't know if you are maybe like how sustainable your friendship is because you need to feel comfortable that if you have a medical emergency around somebody, they're not going to, you know, they're not going to act weird towards you. Exactly. It's not fair. And like, that's like kind of menacing to me thinking about it. Cause it's like, I am going to get mad at you or like make you feel guilty for having a medical emergency because, um, in a letter, um, you said that, you know, you haven't been the most, um, uh, mo- emotive friend because of depressive episodes and things like that. But even so like, a friend to hold that against you and like try to use that like as like a tool of manipulation towards you. That's not a friend. No, like that's not a friend at all because all we like friends, partners, whatever, everybody is not 100% perfect. Everybody's going to do something to annoy you. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's just the thing, but if that person can't look past that, um, and also, like you said, you, you said it like it was like just a moment that you're having. It's not like something that's ongoing, like for you. Um, and if they can't get past that again, that's not, you know, a good friend. Yeah. And I feel like it's so natural when you're having a fallout with a friend to like wonder if like, damn, did I fuck up? Like, is it me? Did I do something wrong? Cause they say you're rude. And it's like simple ways you could self audit. Like for me, I always wonder like if somebody did the same thing to me that I just did to them, could I truly say I, I wouldn't have a problem? Cause there are sometimes I have done things where I'm like, well, actually now that I'm thinking about it in that way, if somebody did the same thing to me, I don't know how I would appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like maybe that wasn't mm-hmm. the best thing to do. And it's okay to audit yourself in that way. Um, it's okay to reach out to third parties and ask them about you and be like, okay, this person said I was says that I'm rude or this person says that I'm not emoting. Like maybe checking in with other people in your life to just see if that is the truth. It might be something you need to unpack and work on. Um, but if you're starting to feel like no, like if my friend had an asthma attack at my birthday party, I wouldn't give a shit. Then it's really okay for you to be like, no, I wasn't in the wrong. And if you know you reached out and they didn't say anything, I can understand you feeling like, whoa, what should I do? But yeah, I don't know if you had anything else to say on like the self auditing. Yeah, no, I agree with you, what she was saying. And also, like, just going back to, if that's your friend, why is this person trying to hold that against you, you know? Um, it's just, I feel, like I said, I feel like it's just evil and menacing. Yeah. Like, more than I think about it, like, that's really evil to be like, oh, you always do this or whatever. Like, why are you trying to, after you get out the car and trying to, the, the fact that you felt like, also, that you had to, like, do it in secrecy you had to have an emergency in private yeah yeah that's not okay that's not okay like and i have 
Oh, sorry. I have the same medical emergency you had. Sorry if that was like a HIPAA violation. Um, but I have had the same medical emergency. Um, and I just feel like if one of my friends weren't anything other than supportive, I would be really, really upset because it's not something you can control like at all. Like it's just not. So I do want to talk about, um, the conversation and if you should have it or not. I think you should have the conversation regardless of if the, 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 the relationship is over. And I believe you should do this because one thing people don't tell you about that whole get up, walk away, don't pay no attention. Life is the fact that you never, you never get closure. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've always hated that because you kind of keep thinking about it and wondering like, if you did your part, if you did your best, whatever, if you take a moment and you write somebody something and they look at it and they leave you on red or they say, fuck out of here. That's actually still a response that you needed Mm -hmm. to hear because you now understand that this person don't fuck with me. And they're not the best friend. I thought they were a true best friend wants to talk to you too. Like that's just Mm -hmm. how I feel. Um, And even a decent human being would accept that you made an attempt to reach out. If that person Mm -hmm. doesn't accept that, then you, you know, you have no other choice but to just move on, but you can move on knowing that like I fought for my relationship. I think people need to fight for their relationships. And I don't, that's just, I think people understand it more in a romantic sense, but I think you should fight for all your relationships as long as you have the energy to do it. Your romantic relationships, your family, your friends, like that's what life's about. Exactly. And we're just going by what you're telling us. So we don't know how, you know, deep it goes and like, you know, the moments, the good moments and things and like the good outweigh the bad and stuff, how it was for y'all. So like I said, like it is important. If you feel like this is a friendship worth saving, you know, take, you know, what we say in with a grain of salt and like help you assess the situation. And just like she said, like just fight for it. Cause like, I know that I'm willing to, I'm, it's a few friends that I'm willing you know, to fight for. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like, I feel like that helps you grow too. Sometimes like sometimes, mm-hmm. but I have, I know a lot of people who went through moments where they kind of stopped talking to people and mm-hmm. they had to take some time away and they was able to come back and be good friends. I've had that happen before where I thought yeah. friendships were over, but you know, little space. And it's like, you know, we both missed each other, came back and it's like, was it what it used to be? No, but I always will have love for certain individuals. That's just how exactly. it is. And that's okay. It's part of life. Exactly. And I'm about to say, and you talking to the cutoff sisters here. Yeah, there are. I mean- <laughs> you know, when those it's those people, that's just like, you can go to hell in a handbasket versus the people Seriously. who are just like, you know, I hope they okay. You feel it. Mm-hmm. So I think you exactly. should do what you feel for sure. It's not like you want to reach out and just get some things off your chest. Why not? And I, you should. Yeah. So thank you so much for writing to us. Um, and you guys can write to us too at blackheartbrunch.gmail.com. We love listener letters because honestly, we be running out of topics for common senses. So it's really nice to know that there's a listener letter to unpack and it's usually something we have not talked about before. So please keep them coming. Please more, more, more. Actually, what I'm actually going to ask for it only is only if you feel comfortable, but if you can give us some real crazy, like if y'all got some like, yeah, messy, get messy, get messy like, in the inbox. Like, get messy. Like Kyle Jacob said, like, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Get crazy. <laughs> Tell us about like how you caught somebody cheating. Tell us how you fucking your sister, mama, cousin, brother. Tell us who you fighting with the uncle. 
Like, tell us everybody business. Like, we do. Please. Like, I know we said we're going to start talking about celebrity business, but that has nothing <laughs> to do with your business. We would love to talk about your personal Still. business. Exactly. Get fucking messy. Send us things about your crush. Tell us about, like. Lie if you want to. <laughs> well, like, it depends. Because don't, don't make a fool out of us now. But, <laughs> yeah, spice it up. That's what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I meant. Or like a scenario. Like what is Oh like, yeah, you know? yeah. Give us some give us some scenarios. <laughs> we would exactly. love that. hmm So yeah, tell us black or brunch at gmail.com. What? Black or brunch at gmail.com. <laughs> wow, not a malfunction at the end of the show. Um follow us on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch, on Twitter at B OK Girl Brunch, and Maybe we got a TikTok that we haven't like put any content on yet. Maybe, Maybe. if you want to follow us there, try to find us. <laughs> Let us know what y'all want us to TikTok about, cause I don't, yeah. I don't be knowing. I'm a savage. I I be knowing the TikTok trends. You do be knowing the TikToks, but Sabrina, you don't be wanting to do them. You just be like, no, I know. I'll have. I'll watch you do it. I said, no, I'll do it. I was like, come on, <laughs> that's so creepy. Just me on here. <laughs> yeah, y'all make sure y'all follow us on the socials too. Follow me on Instagram at Iman Matei. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Matei and Sabria. At It's Frankenfem on Instagram and Frankenfem underscore on Twitter. Period. That's the show, guys. Love you. Until next week. Bye. Peace. <laughs>